Welcome to Armchair Preaching, a podcast of the First Presbyterian Church in Lakeland, Florida. This is a podcast about God's Word, the beauty of the gospel, and what it takes to communicate that truth to others. I'm your host, Pastor Zach McGowan, and on today's episode, Pastor John and I sit down to talk about our messages in the series entitled Living Hope and how we deal with difficult passages in our preparation. We hope you enjoy the conversation. Welcome back, everybody, to Armchair Preaching, back in the armchair with Pastor John. We've been on Hello, a roll. Everybody. We've been yeah. on a roll yeah. lately. Yeah. We've yeah. been, been like five, six, five, six weeks yeah. in a row, yeah. like seven weeks in a row. Um, this this week, uh, in we're kind of in the middle, right? Right down the middle of this series, right? Yeah. So yeah, um, this series called Living Hope. Uh, this was a fun one. We're yeah. going to get into it. But uh, for those that watch the services or listen to the services, you, you know the, the topics, and we're going to dive in into the individual topics in just a moment. But you also know that there was some, um, one, it was, a, there was a very, we, we had a lot of material to cover. We did have a lot of material to cover. There was a lot of, not, 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 not in turn. I mean, there was, there was quite a few verses, but, but even just the, the, the topics. It were, just shifted from, sec, from significant section to significant section yes. over, over the 20 verses or so. Yeah. So, we have that one side, and then some of the things we dealt with were, I think people would look at them as somewhat controversial topics, mm. and so, but they're there in the scripture. We dealt yeah. with it, but I, but before we get into the individual topics themselves, I wonder when you know you're coming up into a passage that <clears throat> is is relatively dense, um, lots of material, uh, so you know you're going to have to make choices, right. lots of choices, not yeah. not just one or two, but but I, I imagine the cutting room floor was littered. Yeah, this time it was for you as it was for me. Um, but then also topics that you know people are going to listen to and go, really? You know, you're going to go down that path. How does your approach to those messages change? I would imagine, like you and like any preacher who is going to deal with the, the text itself, uh, you tend to be on a, a little more of a high alert uh, on, yeah. the, on these, these kind of days when you know, because you know that these have some social. Um, uh, challenges built in built into them. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. You use the word feminism directly yeah. in your in your message. You know, you know that there's going to be people who are who are going to be upset by what has been done, and and, and legitimately for, with good reason have been upset by what has been done in the past. You, you, the sense that I have was to I need to be faithful and I need to be responsible. Uh, and I'm as I'm doing this message here because it, it this could go this could get off the rails pretty pretty quickly and it has gotten off the rails pretty pretty quickly we've used we've used passages like this to justify all kinds of terrible things terrible in history things, yeah and yeah. so we, we want, I want to make sure that we're responsible and we're faithful and we're and we're saying <clears throat> what was what's there and not saying what's not there yeah I, I think you know. <clears throat> When so when I when when I knew that we, we kind of anticipated this 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 week for a while yeah um, and and so both of us being in the same services for the first four weeks was really helpful because going and into this found, week laid the foundation there were certain yeah there were certain things I knew going into this week that I want to ha- have already put out there. Um, and and be, primarily because I feel like Peter does that too in this passage. So, so th- there's 
that's actually an advantage to having the the repetition in the same service so you know mm-hmm. we get to that point we know what we've said and we know the kind of the foundation but there is a lot more i mean and there's always prayer i mean we talk about the that we've talked about the idea of of uh, praying through the scripture and praying through mm-hmm. the 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 planning of the message is always a, a central part to the planning process but it goes doubly i think for passages like this i, I found myself did you find yourself praying differently this this week very differently <laughs> as did i, and, and, as did I. And, and you know and for me it was actually interesting because uh i am a manuscript writer typically for my messages so i write full manuscript like um i don't always say what's in the manuscript but i always prep full manuscripts this week did not do that. This mm. week it was a lot more outline based um, with the big, the big points yeah. right there uh, because I knew there was so much material. I, I didn't, I didn't want to have things on the page I knew I wasn't going to be able to cover. Even, even, even saying that, there were still things on the page I didn't cover. Yeah. Um, so, so I did actually have a different. It was definitely a different prep, and I almost thought about doing a different presentation style, which we talked about presentation style a few weeks ago. I sat down when we were doing the the story of Esther, uh, I, so I didn't do that, but I did, you know, talk uh, kind of go through it. And I think I probably, I probably ran through the totality of this message more than I have before. Mm. Because um, I wanted to make sure the flow and the logic and, and of what Peter was putting out there made sense for our context. So I, I think I went through this at least seven or eight times, mm-hmm. um, you know, straight through. Just and then went back and 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 did some things. So there's a lot of and, different and, preparation. And as you did that, because I did this, I, I found the same same thing. I found myself going through it more. Uh, as you did that, did you edit along the way? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And even, even up to the last time, you know, uh, even, you know, we'll talk about some of the cutting room floor things in just a second, but, um, but, uh, we, there were, um, there were things even on the page that because, because I spent a lot of time in the, 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 the Jesus model, portion of it, which was actually the center of the passage that we were covering, but I put it at the beginning. Uh, and, there, and we can talk about the, the logic behind that and the value yeah, in that and, yeah. or the, the not value in that. Um, but so as a result, there were things even in there, like I didn't, I didn't touch on the whole weaker vessel thing at all. I mean, I just, yeah. it was in my notes, but I'm like, I can't get yeah, time yeah. to deal with that. I didn't touch on the adorning piece at yeah, all. Yeah. <laughs> so, my wife, Julie, she's, she's in the front row and it says, you know, don't adorn your hair with, you know, braided hair or gold jewelry. She looks at my daughter <laughs> and she's got a braided, braided hair. hair and <laughs> but I did have a, I did have a portion in the message, but I didn't talk about, about how yeah. Peter is not, he's not, not blasting us for, you know, dressing well. It's just a comparative thing. So there's a lot of stuff like that, yeah. you know. I, yeah. I, how about you? Did you? How much editing did you do? I mean, you actually had to have it done Thursday. Yeah, yeah. I, I felt extra pressure because of that. But I kept editing it. I mean, it, it was a, it, it had a different feel on Sunday. Yeah. Um, and I added some pieces on Sunday that I didn't have in the recorded message, which we can talk about in, in a minute. But um, – 
but yeah, no, each, each time it's just like, um, is there, there are pieces of it. Uh, like, what am I going to do with this slaves? We took, we took a slightly different approach yeah. on, the, on the slaves, uh, slave piece of this. And, uh, what am I going to do with the, uh, how am I going to land this, this message? Yeah. You know, what am I going to do with this at the end? And what's the, you know, where, where's the, the weight of this going to be? It kept, it kept shifting. On yeah. me. The whole thing kept shifting. I knew the big chunks were the, the, the three main movements where yeah. you look at this, look at this, look at this, and then draw some, draw some conclusions. But man, it was a, it was, it was a work in progress. Yeah, it was funny because I, I think as I prayed through it, my my my, did you feel a sense of trepidation going into it, or were you kind of like ready for it? And and this is the word of God, so we're going at it, <laughs> guns blazing. Or were uh, you going more? into it? I had some. I, I felt a sense of trepidation uh, because of what it what it what has happened with passages like this in the past and then the the weight of responsibility you feel to be a responsible exegete in this case and so uh, but but it was only just knowing that okay I I don't know where this is gonna where exactly this is gonna land but when you're in the the meat of it it's like no this is is the word of God you said it several times in your passage this is the word of God and uh, don't shoot the messenger I love that Um, but it's the idea that uh, okay it's here for our reason for a reason reason, for us and we need to I I need to present it that's the thing I get to do now so by the time I got there, I was, you know, although you still have, you still have fun with it afterwards and talking with people afterwards. Like I came back after the recording, I said, "Okay, I just told everybody, just told wives to submit to their husbands. I'm going to hear about this one now." Or, <laughs> or I mean, the in-person services. Um, you know, one of the, the elder who was assisting uh, Joe Whittington says, "Because I had him read the passages," and he goes, "You, you're going to make me read this passage here." So, you know, this. I think at the end, though, and we both handled it pretty much the same way, especially yeah. the wives and the, and the husbands' part. We both handled it in the same way. We said it differently. We, yeah. the ideas were the same, and. Uh, by the time you get there, it's like okay, no, this is this makes sense. Yeah, and you can see how this is a this is in fact a part of our hope. Yeah, and I think I think one of the things you said too is you know, and, and this really shifts from the idea. And I and I after listening to your message, I kind of wish I had said it this way, but I, 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 the idea is that the living hope that we have in Jesus Christ, we then become the living hope to the rest of the world. You know, mm-hmm. and that's this is almost where the shift happens in in Peter's uh, letter because it goes from the hope that we receive or the community of hope that we're a part of to this is how we're an example of hope we are the living hope to to the unbelieving world yeah. and i and i think that when i i, I didn't phrase it like that i i but as it i was started, there though i'm, I'm, I'm yeah, looking at my notes from your sermon and it, it was there that idea I, so i think it's it's that's what to me actually it was funny because i i was there was a lot of you know, kind of I don't know, fear and trembling is not the right word, but or phrase. But it there was some trepidation going to it. But by Sunday morning, I was actually kind of excited about it because I'm like, look, this is people that want real granular application. There's nothing more granular or more applicable than what Peter is talking about. So, First um, Peter is a dense, dense letter um, for yes. a lot of reasons. So. We had this topic this week, middle of the series. This is this was week four in our series, Living Hope. Um, as as we kind of already uh, touched on, there's diff- some difficult com- uh, topics. So where did you begin when you're jumping into these? So we have three sections basically yeah. where Peter's addressing our relationship to government, to with slaves and masters, and then husbands and wives. Yeah. What was your approach going into? Um, unpacking this passage yeah. i think part of it is part of it for me was to be able to hear this and what it what it meant was he's he's obviously there's a repeated 
word here. Then I said, let's yeah. let's deal with the word itself, so we make sure that we understand the weight of that uh, of that word. And so, so part of it was was that. And, and and I think the other thing that was on my mind, much on my mind, is like, okay, why is this something that we need to hear? Yeah. Why do we need to hear about civil authorities? Why do we need to hear about the slave master relationship? What what, mm. what is what is that telling us? And why do why do we need to hear about these wives, the relationship of the, of the wives and the husbands? So I wanted to, I just knew up front that I needed to unpack the the, the governing word there, which is that word uh, submit, mm-hmm. and then to to unpack the, the 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 actual intended meaning. You know, this I said more about this in the in person mm-hmm. than I did uh, than I did. Um, Online, but so just imagine. Uh, so you're in the, and you said something about this. The, you're in the congregation, yeah. And because slavery is so widespread, you know, you are sitting in this church here. He, you know, he didn't write it just in abstraction here. He yeah. wrote it knowing that there's going to be people who are listening to this, listening yeah. to this, who are under this under the rule of the Roman Empire, under the the rule of the of the master, and their wives are have these these un, these believing wives have a, an unbelieving husband at home. So this is a very practical counsel to Peter and I want to make sure that that for me I want to make sure that, that context was yeah. heard and have, have everybody say can you see how this under you know yes he didn't dismantle didn't didn't go against slavery yeah. and yes he didn't go go against tell the slave to get out of slavery and yes he didn't but but can you see how someone in these situations would find comfort in this and they would yeah. find hope in this and how this would be governed with the idea that there's a whole world of people around them yeah. that need to see that there's something different about us not subversive about the religion itself, but there's something different about this religion that is that is winsome and attractive. Yeah. So all, that was as you know, kind of time I got done reading the passage as we do, you know, you read through it several times. You go, yeah. all right, that whatever else happens, I need to make sure that gets yeah that that comes out. Yeah. How about you? Again, pr- approaching this passage. Well, so 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 for me, you know, I had done something a little different. It was kind of on accident, but but then it tended to work out. So we actually had covered eleven and twelve, which leads into this. But I actually covered eleven and twelve in the previous week as kind of that transitional phrase going into these these th- these three pieces. And so whenever I well, that's right, I'd forgotten that. Yeah. yeah so whenever I um, whenever I look at a passage like this where there's these very distinctive kind of things and and there was a you talked about the word submit which I you know I pulled out and there's also this other word that he he repeats uh, both at the beginning of this section at the end of the section with the husband's wives is that word honor one one's yeah. applied one one it's applied to the emperor. emperor he also applies it in verse 17 to everyone so there's this catch-all verse in seven in verse 17 where he says honor everyone um, you know encourage the brotherhood fear God honor the emperor so he's honor, you know, honor, honor, uh, I think it's encourage, honor, encourage, um, fear and honor. And then he does it again at the end in verse, uh, chapter three, verse seven, he says, husbands, honor your wives. So there was, there was that. And then the word that really kind of ties all these three sections together is that uh, in the ESV, it's the word, uh, likewise. So likewise, 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 or I think in the in the in, same way. Yeah, in the, the, in the NIV, it's in the same way. So yeah. there's this there's this there's this through line. This is not like um, P, what I look at as say. So Peter's logic in in describing all these things is that it builds on each other, right? So that there's this this building. So I was thinking, okay, what's his governing? What's his, what's his governing motivation here? You know, he's not just giving practical um, 
instruction for practical instruction's sake. And we both said this, but it's to point to Jesus Christ. It's, it's yeah. an evangelistic thing. And so I wanted to start with what he does in the middle, which is kind of like, it's almost like the, it's almost like the, 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 the center point of a wheel. Everything mm. ba- is based on this idea of the example of Jesus. And Jesus did not, um, when he was, you know, he made himself subject to the authorities. He, you know, he, he was not married, but he made himself subject to our needs. And, and so that to me was a real driving force point. And I w- wanted to continue to uh, fall back on that. He, in the immediate context of the passage, he's talking to slaves and and uh, in their relationship with their masters. But that word likewise carries that the weight of that motivation through all of it. So when I kind of mm, landed, good. when I landed on that, that's when I started getting excited about because we we take so many of these these instructions about the government and slaves and masters and husbands and wives, and we divorce it from the example of Jesus. I mean, so many people do that, and that's why they get hyper offended by it, Mm. because it's like, well, are you saying you're better than Jesus here? I mean, are you saying you're supposed to be in a place that's better than Jesus? So um, that was really my... That was my driving, motivating factor there. Well, so, so I don't, I don't know that I said it as, as explicitly as you did, but um, what, what is the, the wrong takeaway from each of these three messages? You know what I mean? Yeah, I think so. For for my, I think one of the things that you did exceptionally well, which I did not, I was really more concerned about people not applying this to their lives than. Then you know, and and finding the out, and you talked about the Scots Confession relationship to the government. I think one of the the things, at least in my message, that could be drawn out of it, if you weren't really listening, is in every situation we're supposed to be entirely sub. Whatever the government says goes. Every single word, every yeah. single time. Um, and if wives are in abusive relationships, they're supposed to be totally submissive, no matter what. Yeah. And that if you are in and I, I said this very briefly, but if you're in a, a terrible job situation, I tied the slave master thing to people workplace, yeah. to the workplace that you're never supposed to try to find another job. And that's not what Peter is saying in any right. one of those cases. And you did a good job going back to some of the examples of the the confessing church movement in Germany and and uh, the, those in Scotland, rather the Scots Confession. But mm-hmm. that, but I was really. Well, the problem the problem with doing that, which I felt this as I, as I was doing doing this, is that um, how do you make it practical? Yeah, and, which is what I loved about you brought it. In, you did bring it into the workplace because I'm having a theoretical discussion about slaves and masters, which is not a, a non issue for us. Yeah, because there's no slaves and master relationship. But even at the very end, I needed to say, but we but we need to broaden that to yeah. say that what about those who are in authority over us that have that kind of you know, slave servant master uh, 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 implications of it. Are we going to yield to them? So yeah, uh, that that was that was the challenge. And, and one of the things I did feel, and I, I I sort of brushed it off, and I was uncomfortable even in the, in the recording brushing it off by saying there are other passages that talk about wives and their submitting yeah. to husbands, which I didn't go into either. And really I left it, but in person I came back to it again. I said, yeah. look, you know, and I said something similar. You were talking about the 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 the, the weight of the scripture, and I said in this case for me the weight of the scripture was in those. Kind of passages, and I'm looking at I'm looking around the room now, looking at husbands, and saying in those kind of passages, the bulk of the weight went to the husbands. Yeah, 
and yeah. the husbands were to uh, were to first and foremost they were to submit to submit to the Lord. Yeah. And as they submitted to to the Lord, as as Christ, you know, I added I had that in there. The first submission that we need to see is Christ submitting to the to the Father. Yeah. So that was added in there, and the husband's added in there, and and including saying that – so to use this as a rationale for abuse, you know, you, the Bible says you're supposed to submit to me yeah, no matter what. Not. I said – and I was – I could feel the energy, my emotion kind of kicking up, so I just said, if you are in an abusive relationship or someone you know, get out. If you are the abusers, yeah. you need to repent yeah. right now. Yeah, and, and see that, and, and and like you said at the outset, you know, th- these three passages of Scripture have been wrongly used. Yes. To enforce I, all sorts of we, sinful we have, behavior, we have lived with this in the history of this world. Absolutely, yeah, and, and I mean, American chattel slavery. Th- this is one of those passages of scripture that was elevated by pulpits all the time for to, to legitimize. You know, that was one of the reasons I started off with the Stephen Douglas Abraham Lincoln thing at the beginning to kind of set the stage. Like this is, you know, more implied, but but. It, to me, I think it's important for us to preach on these passages because they have been preached wrong. I mean, they have been used wrongly so yeah. so often. I mean, and and to ignore them or to kind of skirt around them is almost to legitimize the improper application of them for for yeah. for centuries. You know, and you mentioned the 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 how um, the institutional church in Germany would use these sorts of passages to bolster uh, Nazi the role of Hitler yeah. and, and, and just totally erroneous and yeah. so I think it, that that was that's a significantly important that in that sense it feels like this is where you where you're glad to be a part of this church and you're glad to be a, you know, part of a church like this because um, you know we didn't skirt an issue it'd been yeah. it you know, part of the challenge of preaching through a Book, a book like First Peter. Anytime you're gonna, you pay, you're run into it, you're going to run into these yeah. passages. They're a little bit they're they're out there, or they've been misinterpreted, or they're just or they don't get heard very much. And we're not we're not skirting that. We're going we're we're dealing with it head on. And so, okay, we what does it mean? Yeah, yeah, and I and I and the thing that gets interesting to me, and I, and and this is one of the things I had to really pray through the connection point because, you know. Uh, this whole series is about you know the living hope of Jesus Christ in us, and it and it seems very like a, a left turn to start talking about these really granular things like, and so how to make that connection between the the very eternal yeah. uh, and and um, you know high level salvation things, and then the the emotive peace that it brings us. And then to translate that, that's what I love about the letters is because they they do that. They talk about the big picture things, and then they say, and and so as a result, yeah, yeah. when you're dealing with a, a, an ungodly government like Rome, which is what Peter and Paul were both doing, when you're dealing with a, 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 a situation with a master that is not a believing master, when you're dealing with a, a husband um, that's not a believing husband, or in, in our day and age, it does happen where there's a believing husband and an unbelieving wife. Mm-hmm. Um, and that that was one of those things I didn't touch on <laughs> because I'm like, man, I don't know. Does the application go the other way, <laughs> or right. how does or how yeah. does it go the other way if if the husband is as is as a believer and the wife is not? Because in Peter's day, that would have been unheard of. I mean, almost unheard of to have that. Yeah, but, the wife. The wife. It was assumed does whatever spiritually does whatever the husband does, and 
we neither one of us really dealt with the other side of that, it, it, right. you know, because it just gets to be real complicated, right? But it is it is important to say no, no, no. The living hope we have makes a applicable difference in how we deal with all these different relationships. So you mentioned um, you had a recording version on Thursday and then Sunday. Some of the things that were different, but what 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 were some of the fundamental changes to how you approached? Because you you did something different with the scripture. I don't think we really dug into that. You had the, you didn't just have the the liturgist read the entire passage all at once. Yeah, no, I took this. This is one because there there are four because I, I had eleven and twelve in. Uh, yeah. There were four four the kind of the setup part of it and then three big part big chunks of it. Uh, I had uh, I broke the sermon into four pieces. Yeah, and so I just, and and really since eleven and twelve was a review was mm-hmm. you know it's like it, it basically was saying that in light of um, the fact that we are foreigners and exiles. Um, we should be governed by the goal of, of, of evangelism. Mm-hmm. That was that was the gist of it. So so I wanted to get that in there, but then just I wanted to break the sermon up into mm-hmm. into parts and just to deal with each of those parts. So that was a different, a little bit different, uh, different approach, approach for, yeah. for for me. It's not 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 that different of approach for us as preachers, but yeah. to have someone else do the reading is the different part. Yeah, just so there's a different voice, almost like a reinforcement yeah. when you have that different voice. It's reminding people that these are not your words; these are the yeah, words of did, Scripture. It did enforce that, yeah, yeah, and I and I think that that makes a, a big difference. Were there things that when you went back to so as you're looking through that you're like, because again, very dense passage, lots of stuff yeah. that you did not get to that you had had we had had this been a four or three week series just on these passages you would have gotten into it but but because it's part of a nine week series that you didn't get to well i think that you, you mentioned some already i i did touch on them and then moved on so the idea of uh, outward outward beauty or inward beauty versus outward beauty that that could have been really we yeah. had a, could have had at least a section of it talking about it i just said Yes, he did say that. He, yeah. he said that inward beauty was the key, not the outward things mm-hmm. towards that. And yes, he did say you know, certain things. So that that would have been a good a good piece to to talk about. Um, really unpacking more gospel centered work. Like the, the whole long section in um, in eighteen through twenty five about uh, about what exactly Christ did. So Peter went yeah, into detail. He didn't just detailed. say that Jesus did this. He said, "Here's what he did. He, mm-hmm. Even though he committed no sin, no seat, deceit was found yeah. in his mouth. Uh, bore our sins. Could have." really spent some i felt the pull to spend some more time on on that one as well so um and then that part about uh, god's will that it's god's will that by doing good you should you should silence the ignorant talk of foolish people oh man live as free people that's a great i want to go there but i just just needed it because i knew that that in the block of time that we had this was going to be explain it touch on it and move on. Draw a conclusion and move on. Yeah, you really can't. There, there was no time for that. So that yeah. those, those are in each of those three main sections. Those are three big sections that I, that are cutting room floor. Yeah, yeah. And I and I, you know, I think, um, you know, in our so I, I, you know, I didn't touch on the weaker vessel thing at all. Really, I mean, I, I didn't even. I had it in my notes, but I didn't mention it because I, I was. Yeah, the only thing I said was just that there's physical. There's a physical difference. Yeah, it's just acknowledging the the reality that there's a physical yeah, difference, see, and not for, a spiritual spiritual yeah. weakness or deficient, you know, weak, weaker or not an intellectual weaker or, or, or intellectually anything, yeah. weaker. Yeah. Well, and the thing too that in our day and age, in the 21st century, in North America, in you know that we could easily go down the rabbit hole of the 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 how this really throws a lot of cold water on the 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 whole 
you know, gender identity movement as it is now. And, and there was a tempt- there's a temptation to go down that rabbit hole because you know that that's, that's, that's part of the cultural conversation. Yeah. That's not part of the cultural conversation with Peter. And I, I was like, man, it's just – that, that men and women are – They're actually just – Basically the same. That yes, they, they, right. Those who would say that men and women are basically the same. Yeah, yeah. So that don't, don't – didn't get – didn't go down that path. Um, you know, like like I said, you know, you, you did a great job of talking through the governmental nuances, which I think is an important thing. Um, so for people to go back and listen to your part of that message especially because yeah. that does give that, that cultural nuance as well. Um, this, was, this was really a, a deep, deep – passage yeah. of scripture even that one even that one was a uh, you know i had this feeling that somebody can just hear what they want to hear in, in that yeah. you know that oh yeah bad if, if bad government does whatever well i'm just going to interpret that that's a bad government because that's the way i feel about it that's the way i feel about it and and or that's 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 how, what i see are the principles and just and and just ignore what peter had to say you know yeah. for the lord's sake yeah no, we we have to. This is the these are the Joe Biden's not my president. Yeah, you know, people. It's yeah. Like, well, I mean, I get what you're saying. Elections and the yeah. election results and all that. I get, I get why you're saying all that stuff. But the fact of the matter is, in real time, living in this country, he is. And even if that weren't the, weren't the case, you you did a great job with this. Rome, and I said I, I actually included this as another one was in the yeah in, in the, the in, in person, person one. Rome was not a Christian government. Yeah, and and here he is saying that that had to have been really strange sounding to people yeah. in at the time. That, wait, that God has appointed Nero. Nero. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, and that's that. That to me, I think that was one of the things that really struck me when I'm when I'm reading and thinking. Like, again, we we tend to take these. We like we like the context of these letters when we when we like what the letter is saying, right? Yeah, yeah. But when we don't like what the letter is saying, we forget the context. Is Peter is not writing this as a government official? You know, he's writing under the thumb of a government. When Paul in Romans 13 said, and we both use that passage to reinforce it, he, they're writing um, in, in, in the con- – we think our government is <laughs> pushing unbiblical agendas. Yeah. Holy smokes, it's not even close. It's wasn't not even, even on the radar screen. I mean, wasn't even a thought. They, they thought that the emperor thought they were God. I mean, so we're talking about a whole – I mean, and this is, the, this, is that, this is what Peter's talking about. And he's living – the other thing I didn't – I really wish I had time to get into is – Peter and Paul, and I, I mentioned it very briefly, they're living with the consequences of what it means to push back against the government. And that is their that living with the consequences is being subject to it. You know, it's like the Martin Luther King Jr. kind of mentality is, you know, the if the law is unjust, if the law is is unjust, then you fight against the law. And when that when that fight lands you in jail, you should not be surprised because you know the law is unjust. But yeah. you take that consequence anyway um, as a sign of as a sign of your righteousness mm. that you're willing to take that punishment, even though that punishment is unjust. And again, going back to Jesus Christ, yeah. Jesus died. I think sometimes we we forget that Jesus died a criminal. He didn't just die. He was executed, criminally executed. He didn't deserve that. It was unjust. So that 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 part of it really kind of resonated with me quite a bit. And that, you know, you think about folks like like Dietrich Bonhoeffer, and you think about folks that pushed back against 
the 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 governing authorities and and they took the consequence for that you know yeah. and that was that was their living out the example of being subject to the the authority while also pushing 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 against uh, unbiblical agendas and injustice at the same time yeah you know, I, I thought you did a you had you were more practical uh, than I was in, in mine, and, I re, and that makes me wish I would have done more uh, more of that. And just the it idea just takes the, forty minutes to do it. You just have to. You have to have, <laughs> yeah, you just twenty five, twenty eight. You, you just so. have to. You have to throw out the concept of we got to be done in an hour. because yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, I just like that, that was uh, not my context for the, for the day. That will be your context this that's week, right, though. That's right. That's right. That's uh, right. Although it's a singular thing this, this right. week here, but I, but I thought you know it's, just, it's only suffering this that's week. Right. Only suffering. It's not, but, but, uh, uh, but you know, the concern – no, it's not a concern. The thing that I hope that would come out of it, you had more practical things, but even still, there, you have to deal with the larger balcony view yeah. of what's being said and what these Christians were dealing with in, the, in, in, in relationship to the people who are around them. And I hope that there's something in – my hope would be for this, this a sermon like, like we had on Sunday would be that it would be – Sometimes the sermons are are there to be more instructive about living life day in day in type type of yeah. life, and sometimes they're instructive to be more of a shaping a mindset yeah. toward the world around you. Yeah, so absolutely, sort of, it's giving you the context to think about how you live live your life. Mm-hmm. That's more so than the detail of what exactly you're going to do. So that if and when we find ourselves in, at at odds with people with our with our governing mm-hmm. authorities, if we find ourselves at at at, at odds with our with our, our workplaces, or mm-hmm. to use your your emphasis on the on the slaves, um, or how we even understand our marriages, that we that we can we have this larger. So you know some sometimes yeah. you feel that sometimes the sermons yeah. are more about setting up the way we think about things, more so than directing us how to how yeah. to apply these things. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's you know I think that that the and both are both are both are. You know, we, needed. They're both needed, and I think uh, that's 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 the value in a in a in a letter like First Peter because First Peter kind of he shifts back and forth throughout the letter, kind of. You know, he he shifts back and forth to very you know high level sort of governing ideas, and then yeah. down into the practical and governing ideas, and back to the practical. Uh, and even that's instructive for us. You know, that's, yeah. it's like a zoom lens on a camera. Sometimes you go wide, you yeah. zoom out, and you get the big picture. And you need to zoom in and get the big, the small picture. That's instructive for 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 the Christian as well. Is that, yeah. that 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 we are to do that? We are to be. And I think the difficulty we have is the zooming back part. Yeah, it is. You know, we it were is. really good in the in the moment, trying to think through our how how our faith would direct us in particular challenges of a moment. But just, just stepping back and say, okay. What about Jesus? Yeah, what, you know, like you did. You started started with what did Jesus do? Yeah, yeah, and and it, it's um, this is the whole concept of the the living hope of Christ in us, which is that governing hope that is always thinking both for you know you did this a few weeks ago the the thinking forward the thinking backwards and 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 impacting us today you all you kind of have to go back back through that so that when you get up and you are doing whatever you're doing that the whole the whole uh, engine is being driven mm-hmm. by this hope and peace and joy of Jesus Christ and with the con the idea of what he has endured to to get mm-hmm. gain that for us yeah. and that's uh yeah, what 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 yeah. powerful stuff! As uh, this week we're hitting suffering, yeah, really lighthearted topic. Yeah, it's another good another to- <laughs> light topic. Yeah, but the, the the thing about this is the how 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 suffering can 
be only by by God's grace can be yield yield something positive. And uh, isn't that I mean isn't that what the what the cross is about? Yeah. Right? Yeah. So yeah. it almost feels like these there there's a there's a sermon series in in this somewhere just these these hard themes yeah you know like the the, the <laughs> yeah, book on right. my shelf the difficult difficult sayings of Jesus difficult the difficult thoughts of the of the yeah. living the Christian faith we probably ought to come back to like the three that we did in, in one yeah. week we ought to come back and do one a week yeah yeah absolutely we could, oh, we could do a whole series on each one oh, of them because yeah. the thing's funny too is that is is it, I, I don't know if this is kind of going off topic a little bit, but did you find it interesting how often the subject of governing authorities comes up in the New Testament? I mean, I just, yeah. I found that just so fascinating how yeah. often Paul and Peter and, and even Jesus is questioned about these things so that he gets tripped. I mean, I, to me, it's just, that's fascinating, right? And we, we, I think we live in such a culture of separation in church and state and da, 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 that we forget how much of our I just I thought that is fascinating. Yeah, no, right? again, that would be a good topic, yeah. a good sermon series. So if you've missed any one of the messages uh, in this series, uh, make sure to head on over to fpclakeland.org to the worship page and the sermon archive tab. You can see complete services and uh, both classic and and Vine. And if you've missed any one of our uh, episodes of Armchair Preaching, be sure to check us out on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud. Subscribe so that you're notified when a new episode drops. John, you're in Vine this week. I'm in Vine this week. I'm in Classic this yep. week. Uh, next two weeks, we're, we're, we're flip-flopping. Flopping. And so uh, excited about that. And uh, we look forward to talking to you again next week as we dive into the concept of good suffering. Good suffering. See you later, everybody.